Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. Freedom. This is what I call freedom. Hi, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. Freedom. This is what I call. Hi, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. Freedom. This is what I call. Don't 
This is Chicago's finest internet radio show, making a world a better place, one show at a time. The George Water Jr. Show is now on the air. Take it away, Dad. All right. All right, it's Monday. All right, it's Monday, and welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show, everybody out there. Thanks for tuning in. I try. I will try not to waste your time. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It's Monday, uh, August, Monday, 2017. Of course, it's um, a week from now. It's going to be September. Yeah, and uh, we're live. We're, we are live. This is not a podcast. This is not a recording. It will be sooner or later, but uh, right now, it's for right now, at this moment, it's a... Uh, it's a live show. And welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. My guest is Paul Reed. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the is now on the air. Follow me on Facebook. I'm pretty sure you know all about the show. You've you've heard it before. And I, I want to thank you for listening and everything. And it's glad to be back. It's glad to be back. We've had a few days off the show. And I hope you have uh, been listening to the other shows while we were off. Uh, the George Wilder Show. I mean, you got access to the George Wilder Jr. Show every day of the week, anytime you want. Just go to the website, Block Talk Radio, George Wilder Jr. That's it. And just choose from among any one of those 400 shows. I've actually did about six or 700, but I deleted some. But I try to delete the worst ones, okay? Not the best ones, but the, uh, the ones that are expendable. I try to get rid of those. But anyway, there's 404 shows, 404, 406, or something like that. Anyway, um, take your choice. Great guests, uh, great things to say, uh, great books that they're offering and stuff like that. So, you know, if the show's not on the air, I mean, you, you, and you miss it and you want to hear it, um, any one of those shows that uh, – all of those shows are available. I mean, whether they're podcasts or live or whatever, it's the George Wilder Jr. Show. It's me and it's my show. And uh, you're welcome anytime that you want to listen. You know, if you want to listen for fun, listen for uh, knowledge, or just listen just for the hell of it, you know, just listen. You know. All right, 347-857-1762, uh, Paul Reed. But before we get to Paul Reed, we've got to say something about Texas. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention Texas uh, and the historical floods. Uh, I'm hearing right now that Houston is totally underwater. It is totally underwater, and the evacuations, if you've been watching this and on YouTube or cable television or even network television, broadcast television, you've seen a lot of the footage of people being rescued. I mean, uh, towns flooding, house flooding, people being rescued from their rooftops. Um by boats, you know, boat lifts, 2,000 people rescued in boats. I mean, this is just historical. It's phenomenal. It never happened before in the, U- in the U.S. And now everybody's wondering how Trump is going to respond. Well, he said, uh, I think two or three days ago, that he was going to make a trip to Houston, uh, to Texas, actually, Tuesday, this, this coming thing, um, at the time of this show, okay? So... And, uh, you know, but this is the worst of times, I mean, for the United States, not just Texas, 
because of uh, Hurricane Harvey. Uh, and they're saying that it's going to, they're saying that it's not over. They're saying that it is not over. There's more rain to come. There's more flooding to come. But people are being evacuated uh, as I speak. I mean, it's like a 24-7 thing uh, in Texas being evacuated from these high floodwaters are high people. I mean, if you watch the videos, if you've seen film clips, uh, you know, clips of, of what's going on, and I'm pretty sure everybody has, or you're, on the, or you're living on the moon someplace, but everybody has seen this. And what is so uplifting about this? You've got people helping people, and that's what it's all about. Neighbors helping neighbors, people coming from all over America, even from abroad, to lend a hand in some way in helping other people find uh, safety, shelter, and to get away from uh, these historical flooding, floodings in Texas. I mean, I'm just so proud of my fellow Americans. I'm proud to be an American right now because Americans are helping Americans. This is not about the government. This is not about Donald Trump. This is about people helping people regardless of whoever is in Congress, whoever is in the White House. This, this would happen if Trump wasn't president. I, matter of fact, it, it, it has happened so many times under Obama, but it hasn't happened to, to this extreme because I don't think Texas has ever seen anything this phenomenal. I don't think America has ever seen this, uh, this anything this uh, catastrophic. So this is really, really historical in, in all facets. There's no other way that you can put this. Donald Trump uh, can salvage some of his pres presidency if he does this right, but we don't know. You know, just have to wait and see. But this is no doubt about it, folks. The worst of times, bringing up, but it's bringing out the best in people. People are donating. People are, people are getting up off their butts and going out to Texas and, 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 and helping with rescue and, and stuff like that, shelter, food, all this kind of thing. Uh, donations and everything all on the website. So it, it's, it, it's phenomenal the way people are just uh, opening up their hearts. And this is America. And this kind of America is not Donald Trump's America. I don't know how he's going to react to this. He's going to, if, if he reacts to it in a positive way, it, it means somebody then told him what to say because Donald Trump doesn't know how to act or what to say to any kind of a disaster. But he is going to be following what people are going to feed him. Uh, what they feed him, he's going to tell us uh, uh, about it. But anyway, there are three people confirmed dead and six more possible deaths in Texas, I'm hearing. And uh, I mean, you never want to wish anybody, uh, uh, you never want to wish death on anybody. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. But you never want to wish death on anyone. And you never want to wish possible death on anyone. At least this show doesn't. However, only three people dead in this massive, massive, massive storm. That's saying a lot. That's saying that most people survived this. 
Most people survived it. Although it is continuing, uh, people are, 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 they're continuing to look for people, missing people. But so far in it, it's being reported only three people dead in Texas from this storm and six possible deaths. That says possible. That means they may or may not have succumbed to this uh, tragic uh, historical nightmare that's uh, 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 devastated uh, Houston and the rest and some of the rest of Texas. So it, this is history. This is making total history. Okay, 200 people rescued in boats, lifeboats. I mean, we've seen that. We have seen that. Yeah, and we're tracking more storms as I as I'm uh, on the air. Okay, um, weakened but resist re, re, resilient. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm reading something here. It's uh, Texas is weakened, but people are and that's no doubt about that they are resilient they're hanging in there and like i said before folks this is not about politics it's about people helping people regardless of what these assholes in washington uh, want to do to try to destroy and divide this country this country came together and is together when it comes to a neighboring state we are there if the politicians aren't there that's that's their problem but the American people, the grassroots people, the middle class, the poor, uh, the homeless, we come together to help each other if these assholes in Washington will not do that. And that's the greatest thing about America. We, the people, we have the power. They don't have anything. But if we sit on our butts and let them just walk all over us, guess what? They will. And... It, if I can get back to Texas, it's just a city underwater. Uh, I believe Houston is a city underwater, but there's other towns and, and municipalities and metropolitan areas, if I can say it. I can't say it. I'm, I'm, I'm devastated by the, uh, the, the massiveness of this storm. Wow, if you have relatives in Houston or any parts of Texas, um, I would probably suggest you uh, check them out and see if anything, uh, if they've escaped the the storm or not. And I, I think most people have uh, gotten out. Or, uh, but but it's phenomenal how many people have lost their homes, their homes, their life savings, everything, their apartments, their homes. You know, and I've seen a lot of homes uh, in some of these uh, videos that people were leaving and abandoning because of the some of these homes look like they're $100,000, $200,000, and even million-dollar homes. You know, uh, people are abandoning, you know, and and going to shelters. Going to going to shelters. I mean, this is phenomenal. And I've tried to, I talked about this for years. It doesn't matter what you got, who you are, anybody at any time can end up homeless. Homeless. I've known some movie stars and singers and people like that who have had their homes devastated by earthquakes and mudslides and 
falling into the river or to the ocean or something. Anybody can wind, anyone can end up homeless. Anyone. Just because you have a million bucks and and the rest of the world, they do not. It doesn't mean that you're any better than that person. Because you can lose your home, you can become homeless, you may be, you may be able to buy another one soon after, but uh, people are losing their homes. And hopefully they have flood insurance. Yeah, and I'm banking that a lot of people probably do not have flood insurance. And the ones who do have flood insurance, I'm pretty sure the insurance company is going to drop them after they fulfill that claim. That's what they do. They drop you. But they have no uh, other uh, uh, recourse but to uh, get you another home if you've been paying. They don't want to do that, but uh, I'm pretty sure the the, the uh, devastation in Houston uh, set some of those in- insurance companies <laughs> on their butts because they knew that, that a lot of people were going to be filing claims, and that's what they're probably doing. And these guys have to pay up because you've been paying your money into the paying your premiums every month. These guys got to pay up. All righty. We're going to talk some more about Texas. 55, 55 calls for help. I'm hearing 5,500 calls for help. Pardon me. 5,500 calls so far. And some people are saying uh, more. But but the numbers that I have is fifty five five thousand five hundred calls have came into nine one one and other places for help. People being stranded, people wanting to be rescued from their uh, uh, situations, you know. And sometimes some people have to wait until someone else is rescued. Then the uh, responders, uh, first responders will try to get to you as fast as they can. This, this is what I'm hearing. And if you're in Texas and you're here and, you, and you're listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show, uh, Chicago is with you. There's no doubt about it. Don't you worry about it. I mean, we are with you. We are donating money. We are donating our times. We're donating our efforts just like with, um, just as uh, the rest of the country is doing. We are there with you. You know, I mean, we are... Uh, you, as, as one responder has said, that Texas, you guys are our brothers and sisters. You know, something goes wrong uh, in your neck of the neighborhood. We will respond with our help. Whether we're donating money online to your cause or if we um, hopping on a plane or a train uh, or bus to get there to... Uh, to help, we're going to do it, even if, even if we have to ride a bike <laughs> to Texas from here. Uh, so you guys are, are in good hands, and we're going to help you rebuild. We're going to help you restore your life. This is Chicago talking to you, okay? I, I, can't, I can't speak for other radio shows, other talk show hosts, uh, but I can only speak for the George Wilder Jr. show, you know, so... Chicago is with you. Believe me. I mean, we are opening our pocketbooks. We're opening our hearts. We're opening our homes. We're opening this city. Anyone in need from Texas, 
This is not about politics. This is not about political ideology or any of that gunk and crap right now. Right now we're talking about our brothers and sisters in Houston, Texas, in Texas in general, in Texas whole, as in the state itself. So, uh, and they're saying that there's Houston underwater, three feet of water. I, I mean, when I was looking at some of these tapes, some of these reels, uh, some of these videos that they are showing on television, on the internet, and all of these websites uh, of the devastation and people being rescued, it looks like more than three feet of water to me. But you know, I'm I'm in I'm in Chicago. I'm in radio station. But I'm trying to encourage people to do the right thing because sometimes people people need to be encouraged. People need to know that there's somebody out there that is on their side. And the George Wilder Jr. show is on your side. Believe me. And if I can do anything to uh, have people donate more money or have people uh, uh, volunteer to help out uh, those in need in Texas, because I, I mean, I was watching the internet just like anybody else, and I was watching TV, and I see some, some, some good people, great people, uh, people that um, you help them out, they would appreciate it so much. And that's all you need when you're helping someone, and they tell you how how appreciative they are of your help. That makes you feel good. That makes you want to keep on trying to help other people. And that's what this show is all about: making the world a better place. Now, the world has never been such a great place as it is right now, as we are all galvanizing to uh, to uh, help uh, uh, Texas. We're all galvanizing. You know, we're doing what we can. Even if you donate five, ten bucks uh, online, you've you've made a great, great uh, contribution. You don't have to. Donate $100, $200, unless you want to, and, and if you can, but just anything you can, $5, $10, $25, $30, uh, uh, $2, whatever you can give. I mean, it is a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they are our brothers and sisters. They're in trouble, and we have to go there, and we have to be a part of, uh, of the rescue teams that are there. There's a lot of people coming in from Texas. They're coming in from everywhere, all sides, airplanes, helicopters, boats. Uh, people are responding. And yet we have a president who's going to respond two, three, four, five days late. But I don't want to get into that right now. I think that's I think uh, Donald Trump should have jumped on this when this thing went down. But he's waiting two or three days before he goes. And that's that's wrong. I think that's wrong. But, you know, I'm pretty sure he and his surrogates, his liars, his haters are going to try to defend this. It could, And it's it's not defendable. OK. OK, I'm, now I'm hearing seventy five thousand. Nine one one calls went into the Houston Police Department, uh, the Texas Police Department. 75,911 calls, people calling for help. People call, and, and a lot of those people, I understand, had to, like, as I was, as I said earlier, a lot of those people probably had to wait uh, for a while uh, because uh, 
you know, uh, wait their turn to be uh, to be rescued because of so many calls coming in and and so many people trying to get to those people. But first, they have to get to those other ones first, and then they will come back and um, get to those other calls. So seventy five thousand. 911 calls. I'm pretty sure <laughs> this statistic is probably probably going to go up because there's more rain to come. There's more nonstop. They said from, I, I believe they said Wednesday. This Today is Monday. So they're saying Wednesday, there's going to be more uh, rain, more flooding on top of uh, what's already there. So it, it's going to be uh, a something. And this is like, this is unprecedented Texas flood. This is history. This has never happened before. And as I've said before, it's all about neighbors helping neighbors. That's all it is. Neighbors helping neighbors, people helping people, Americans helping Americans. And this has happened before. And you'll find some idiotic politician trying to take credit for what you, I, and everybody else is doing to help other people. And you've got politicians who will try to politicize all of that. That's a damn shame. Now, that's, this is what I think Donald Trump is about to do. He's about to go to Texas, which he probably should have gone two or three days sooner. Sooner. But he's going to try and somehow politicize this. They may try to blame this Texas flood on Obama. Because they seem to blame, try to blame everything on Obama, and Obama just sits back and he takes it. I don't know why. If they were, if it, if this was me and they was blaming everything on me, I'd come out and tell them, and tell them where they can stick it or whatever. But anyway, it's all about strangers helping strangers, neighbors helping neighbors, friends helping friends. You know, and I'm I'm just so ticked off that this somehow it's going to be politicized. Somebody's going to try to take credit for, for what you're doing, for your help, for, your, for you opening your heart, your purse strings. Somebody's going to try and take credit for that. Maybe Trump. Somebody's going to try to politicize this. You know, and they, you know, I mean, it's an election coming up next year. Somebody's going to try to politicize it as if they're telling you or I or everybody else what to do and who to help. You know, and that's a total lie. That's a total farce. So, so Americans, you got to wake up. You got to wake up. You, you size this because they will. You can't let them take credit for what you're doing, what you've uh, doing, uh, donating money, uh, uh, giving your time and effort for this good cause. And some politician tries to come and take credit for what you're doing. Don't let that happen. This is America. No matter who's in the White House or who's in Congress, we would have done this anyway because we are out there. This, this is the type of people we are. There was no hate in Texas like it was Charlottesville. Nobody, no one, I should say no one hated anyone in Texas. Everybody who was anybody were helping those in need. And they felt good about it because this is what they do. As I've said before, 
This could have been any one of us. This could have been Chicago. This could have been Los Angeles. It could have been New York. It could have been Montana. It could have been South Carolina. It could have been anywhere in, the, in America, and we would have still stood up and we would have helped. Didn't have to be Texas. Could have been Arizona. But we would have still um, given our best, poured our hearts out to these folks who have some of these folks who have now literally lost everything. Literally lost everything. Families plucked from rooftops and doorways. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've seen it. I've, I've seen it. Actually, I've seen it on the, on the internet and on CNN and some of these other sites and also on the nightly news where people were climbing out of their windows. They're, these are homes now, not apartments. People were climbing out of their windows, sitting on top of their uh, roof, rooftops, waiting to be uh, rescued by helicopter. I'm, I'm thinking by helicopter or, you know, or by boat. But they were sitting on top of the rooftops of their homes, waiting to be arrested because their houses, their homes were flooded. Water, what? nothing but water. It's funny how water... Just water can just destroy everything. Water destroys everything, especially if it's too much water. <laughs> so once again, I'm going to say this. My heart goes out to George Walter Jr. show. Our hearts go out to those folks in um, Texas, Houston, Texas, any part of Texas that is devastating by this, that has been devastated by this hurricane, uh, what they call it, Harvey. So uh, we're going to be talking more about it right now. So we're going to take a break right here, folks. We should be right back if we can find the break, because this this is just, um, it's devastating. Yeah, it, it is devastating. We'll be, right, we'll be back in about one minute. Okay, give me one minute. All right, I don't know if that was one minute, one minute or one and a half minutes or less than one minute. Anyway, I do know that uh, we're back. So thanks for staying with me. Thanks, thanks for listening to my uh, rant. But, uh, you know, I think it's something that uh, needed to be said. All right. All right, you're on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Go right ahead. Hey, George, it's Paul Reed. He lined me up as a guest today. Yeah, I know, Paul Reed, and you're going to be talking about uh, Human Acceleration Hacker, if I'm correct? That is my title. I'm the Human Acceleration <laughs> Hacker. All and, right, uh, tell us you what... Know, perhaps, it's, perhaps it's appropriate to talk about that in terms of 
the hurricane issue that we have going down there in Houston because there are going to be a lot of people who are going to have major life changes and are really going to need to focus on new priorities and new goals. I totally agree, man. I totally agree. Now that you're here on the show, give us a, 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 a slight bio and, and a look about yourself. Okay. Um, I'm an, a, um, an executive coach, and what I do is mm-hmm. I hack people's sticking points and break them out of where they are stuck. And now we have people in, in this area down in Texas that are stuck, but they're going to be stuck in their minds. And perhaps we can talk about some of the tools that they can use to create positive outcomes in their unconscious minds and therefore their real lives. And, you know, I started a few years ago searching and I, you know, came across a master mega guru who who's teaches a discipline called NLP, and perhaps you've heard of it. It's called Neuro Linguistic Programming. And I'm certified in that discipline, and I help um, everyday people to all the way to CEOs and CFOs get unstuck and break free of the chains that they have in their unconscious mind. Wow, that's heavy. <laughs> so, you know, when most people hear hacker, they sort of cringe. Well, hacker is just someone who, uh, you, you know, is a person who breaks things. I hack into Break into things. Yeah, I break into things. A normal hacker yeah. you think of as a computer hacker, they're going yeah. to be a person who breaks into software, computers, or yeah. apps, or phones. And, but I break into the unconscious mind and help people hack oh, into a new okay. level – of acceleration because they program people program themselves over their entire lives to respond react and motivate in certain ways and patterns and if they are unhappy with how their lives are going someone like me can help them hack into a new perspective and therefore create a new reality Oh, that sounds because I do think that a lot of people do need to sometimes change the way they're thinking. That's something that's part of what you're talking about, to change the way they're thinking. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, to be, uh, change the way they're thinking uh, and uh, make it positive instead of negative. And uh, if you're going to do uh, think, positive things going to happen to you and you're going to do positive things, you're thinking negative. So you're helping people to try to um, think positive in a way. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, and and <clears throat> you know, there, there's not a whole lot of magic to it, or years worth of 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 effort that are going to be required to make these changes. Because the discipline I work in, George, is not only positive, but it's fast. You know, I yeah, I fast. That's that's it. People, that's why people you that's why you call it acceleration. <laughs> absolutely, because I accelerate yeah. people's yeah. paradigms, people's outcomes, and for the first time in their lives, often I have people who actually take charge or understand that they're responsible 
for their thinking, and therefore they're responsible for their results. And that's something that's just not it's, it makes me so mad because, I mean, I can, I can describe something to your audience and they will instantly get in a great mood and they can reconstitute that feeling anytime they want and therefore they can reconstitute positivity at any point and be in charge of how they react to other people, okay. other situations, and other things. Okay, let's take for an example. I mean, let's go back to Texas. I mean, uh, you have a family devastated. They lost their home through flooding. They've been rescued from a rooftop. You know, they're thinking, you know, they're thinking, they're thinking negative about a lot of things. They've lost their home. They lost their, how do you get, how do you hack into to this person's mind to get this person to thinking positive about something that happened that, that was devastating? Absolutely fabulous point, George. Let's think about this. Let's go mm -hmm. back in your own life. There have been ups and downs, and let's go back to one of those down times where you thought everything was going to end, and it was it. It was over. This is the worst thing that could ever happen to me. It could be a death. Mm -hmm. It could be loss of a job. It could be loss of location. You're out of money. You're desperate, you know, but you know that life is is a pendulum and it's going to swing back. I mean, yeah, yeah. if someone has skills and abilities and effort and labor, think about this. If you don't have a job and you're in Houston and you just lost everything for the next mm -hmm. 10 years, there are going to be people who need every form and fashion of work, labor, administration. You have just won the lottery by losing everything you have become a lottery winner because you can change everything about your life and start brand new you may have lost some possessions yeah. you may have lost some memorabilia and, and you know what yeah. you got your life you got your health you got your motivation you've got everything <laughs> that you need to make a brand new change and a brand new ah. start I do agree it, with you. May, I do. It may, it may, it may, George, it may be, you know, it may suck for a little while. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? I had a friend at a company I used to work for. She said, they can't eat me. <laughs> and I said, they, they can't chop me up and eat me. So I'm, I'm going to go on from there. Look, we have, we, we live in America mm. and America, yeah. I don't care what you say. It's still the land of opportunity, you know. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I have done very, very nicely for myself, and I've got a high school diploma, you mm. know, and I, I've made lots of money and I've made no money, but I always have. I'm always in charge of my attitude, George. You know, yeah. I can manifest from within how I'm going to react. Okay. And mm. I'm going to mm. create positivity wherever I go so that it's the point of contagiousness. I mean, think about what's happened here. Yeah. There are tens of thousands of people that have been yeah. displaced in that area. Okay. Mm -hmm. 6.5 mm. million people live in the Houston metro area. And mm. because of 
what they've learned and proactivity, um, only six people have lost their lives. Yeah. And I think that was in one family, okay, that Hmm. they were all Mm -hmm. in a van and it got swept off the road, okay? Because of learned behavior and planning, things, amazing, incredible things are going to happen. And opportunity is right around the corner for everybody that's down there. If wow. you'll just yeah. wait it out, you may be dirty, you may be smelly, mm. you may need a bath, you may want your bed, but your bed's around the corner. You're going to cook for your family again, and you're going to cut your grass, and you're going to see the smiles on your kids' faces. Because look at those kids. I mean, you give them a half a roll of bubble wrap, and they're entertained for hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take that child's so, uh, attitude and know... Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, so what you just described and talked, this is what you call human acceleration. You're a human acceleration hacker into yep. uh, thinking. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. how you, what you bring from inside is how you're going to manifest outside. What you, what positivity that you bring to your situation is what's going to end mm-hmm. up in your result. Yeah. And I, it I may can, take time. Someone, it, it, it may take time and it may take effort, but mm-hmm. you know what? That junk yeah. you were worrying about yesterday doesn't seem like it's so big today, does it? All that little mess that, you know, uh, Vanessa was talking bad about me, and now she's got me so mad. Well, you know what? Vanessa's got her own problems, and so do you. And it doesn't seem like such a big problem today, okay? Mm. But you go through life, and you find the positive. If you were, you know, a big devotee of Tony Robbins, and Tony Robbins says, where gratitude exists, fear cannot. Where gratitude exists, Anger cannot exist. And so you have your life. You have a new beginning. I mean, when I got out of the Navy, I had about 200 bucks in my pocket to send up housekeeping. I had the biggest time at Walmart setting up housekeeping for my little crappy <laughs> one-bedroom, you know, college student apartment. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Everybody knows that they can, they can create 200 bucks worth of activity, okay? So you're going to get a new place. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a new life. You're going to get $200, and your life is going to change. And then, you, you know, yeah. the, the, you may need job training. You may need mindset training. You may need health care. Things are going to happen, and you know they are. In a positive way. In a positive, amazing way. But the first yeah. thing that has to start, George, is what happens inside. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because I totally if agree. you manifest that incredible, positive, creative, just beautiful feeling inside, if you're in the middle of that devastation, look around you. There's someone who doesn't have that who needs it. Mm-hmm. And you may be going through Paul your Reed. own Houston. Go ahead. Now, I was going to say Paul Reed on the George Wilder Jr. show. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, 
you, whatever your Houston is, whatever your hurricane in life is, whatever your devastation is, it's up to you to manifest yeah. how you're going to react. No matter how people I have totally been agree. to you, I am in control of who I am, and therefore I am in control of my results. Paul, do you have a book? Okay. I do not have a book. I'm working on one okay. now. Um, okay. I, I do. I I do have a website. Do have a blog, and every, anybody can find me at. Paul I, I Reed wanted Dick. to say. So I, I just I just want to say. Uh, you sound like a, a a guy who should have a book, and I I was wondering <laughs> if you are. You, <laughs> I, I was wondering if one you, of my coaches is will you still have one? Or you need a book. I will have a book. <laughs> I'll have it. And when I come, when I do publish that book, and even if it's just an ebook, I mean, this is enough yeah, incredible, just an beautiful thing. Yeah. Just yeah. an ebook, you know. And and I got, you know, I I can I can I need to pump me out an ebook because I got a several other things that are happening. But that would be an amazing thing to have, just to even give away, wouldn't it, George? Yeah, it, it it's great because uh, I think a book would enhance uh, enhance what you do, you know, as an uh, accelerator acceleration hacker. That would enhance it because you would you would have all that stuff documented, you know, like in a book or something, and and you know people can go download it and buy it and whatever, and you know they can really uh, uh, get something out of it because. Um, I think what you're talking about is great. I mean, that because that's what this show is all about, making the world a better place, making people better people, uh, uh, so on and so forth. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 and you're absolutely right, George. I do need to get on a, on, the, on a book. But I've made so many beautiful, incredible changes in the last year. George, I'm just trying to catch up. <laughs> I'm yeah, just yeah, just document it. I mean, once you start writing that book, you're going to find out one thing, that you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it. And you're going to wonder why you hadn't done it years ago. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, so, and tell us where we can uh, get in touch with you and find more of that great information and uh, to learn more about your uh, human acceleration hacker. Okay. You can find me everywhere on social media at Paul Reed okay. This. Yeah. All social media and my blog is at Paul Reed This, T H I S dot com. So P A U L R E E D T H I S. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, my blog. I'm on Twitter. All at Paul Reed This. So. All um, right. I was going to say. Uh, my listeners, they're going to be in touch with you. Paul, we got uh, one more thing, one, one last thing. Sure. Uh, what do you want to leave my audience with? What do you want to leave Houston with? Well, what I want to leave Houston with is you are in charge of your mind, and therefore you are in charge of your results. This is not the end. Get mad, get angry, get motivated, get started and just start somewhere. If you've got a cell phone, start documenting video to YouTube about what you're going through and tell your story because someone else is struggling with the same thing you are and needs to hear mm -hmm. what you have to say. Wow. All right, Paul Reed on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Thanks you so much for doing this show. 
Awesome. Thank you, George. Bye-bye. Be well. All right, you too. Paul Reed on the George Wilder Jr. Show, and we were just talking a little bit more about the uh, his human acceleration hacker. Uh, it, 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 believe me, it's not, it's not about hacking into your computer. It's about hacking into your thought process to make you uh, a more positive thinker. That's about the, the, the long and short of it. Oh, my mouth is broken. Hey there, friends and fans. This is George Wilder Jr. of the George Wilder Jr. Show. (laughs) I want you to enjoy my fictional writings located on Amazon and elsewhere. Uh, The website is www.amazon.com slash author slash gwilder or go to the Amazon website and type my name in the text bar above to either order or download a book, a story, essays, novels, novelettes, whatever you want to do. And I want to thank you very much for that. And as always, good reading. This is George Wilder Jr. And keep listening. There's always more to come. All right. Thank you, everybody. If you would like your product, service, or your book to be mentioned on the George Wilder Jr. Show twice a day, four days a week, (laughs) right here on the George Wilder Jr. Show, just email the show or email its host for more details. Thank you. Let me talk to Donald Trump and explain to him that as president of the United States, he represents blacks and Jewish people and Hispanics and people of every color and every creed. And it is his job as president of the United States to stand up for each and every American, to stand up 
vertically against racism and bigotry. Yeah, Peddling to racism is just as bad as being a racist. So Donald Trump is either a racist or he's peddling to it, and both are frank, frankly unacceptable and make him unfit to be president of the United States. If you can't be president, if you cannot stand up and represent Americans, you should not be president. And to my party, to the Republicans who are speaking out today, my question is, what the hell took you so long? When someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. For too long, Republicans in Congress, elected leaders, have looked the other way while a misogynist, racist, bigoted pig is in the White House. Let me tell you, we cannot capitulate the office of the presidency of the United States. We cannot capitulate moral clarity. We cannot capitulate principles. We cannot capitulate Republican values and American values. No piece of legislation no bone that he may throw on policy, no regulation is worth cheapening the office of the United States this way. It is breaking us apart. It is not news that's breaking us apart. It is the president of the United States who is causing this news. So Republicans need to stand up, need to grow a spine, and need to reject him. They don't, I'm tired of hearing Republicans say they're disappointed and disturbed by something he says. You know what? When he invites you to the White House, don't yeah. go. When he invites you to dinner, don't go. Do not stand next to him until he starts behaving in a presidential manner. Go. And if he can't, you've got to confront him over and over and over and over again. And, Governor, here's, here's, what, here's what folks are saying. Um, those comments today that were at Trump Tower, in the same place where he launched his presidential campaign in June of 2015, by saying this. When Mexico sends its people... They're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. So, Governor, you know, the folks who his critics are saying he showed us who he was in those comments over two years ago. At least he's consistent. He hasn't changed, should, and people shouldn't be surprised by his behavior today. They expected it all along. What, did you take with, what issue do you take with him by saying just what he said? The fact of the matter is, being a border governor, we know that we're not getting the best that what Mexico can send to us. We know that the drug cartels are down there. We know that the rapists are coming across. And then they go to sanctuary cities, and then they head back, and then they come back here again. You know, this is America. The American people ought to be protected also. And I'll and let you respond to that as, as, rhetoric. as a Latina. I'll, again, I'll again, uh, again, Don, uh, life is too short for me to respond uh, to something like that. What I will say is that it, you're exactly right. He showed us during the campaign over and over and over who he was. We saw him boast about sexual predatory behavior. We, we heard him attack Judge Curiel. We heard him attack the cons. We heard him attack Mexicans. We heard him attack women. Over and over and over again, he showed us who he was. But Republicans, so many Republicans, look, I have friends here in Miami who voted for him because he was going to change Cuba policy. And he did. But that's not enough. That is not enough because the harm he is causing this country is just too great to look the other way. And many people thought that when he entered the Oval Office, 
he would become presidential, that the magnitude of his office would make him change and become a presidential figure. Well, six and a half months have gone by, seven months have gone by. You don't change a 71-year-old man. He mm. is not going to change. And it is time that Republicans start realizing yeah, that and, and stop giving him a damn chance. And, He's not going to change. He will continue embarrassing us and making us feel ashamed. Governor, and, and Governor, you're okay with everything he said today? I am, I am, from everything that I heard, I don't have a problem with it. But the fact of the matter is, is that all of this rhetoric is all sour grapes because it's just continually coming through um, the networks uh, across our country. And he was duly elected. He is uh, the president of the United States. And for people to use some of the verbiage that they've used Anna is a Republican, a long-time Republican, by the way. Our, I understand that. Now you lost my. I lost you my said that. Thought. You Bottom said it's destroying our president. We need to. Pardon. I was just trying to help you complete your thought. <laughs> it's just it's the. It comes across. It sincerely comes across that everybody's candidate didn't win, so they just want to go after the president on every little issue. There's code words. There's dog whistles. There's you know this and this that. I mean, my God, I've lived, again, a long time, and I've never, ever seen uh, part of our country behave in this manner, to this extent. It's over the top, and it's disturbing. And so many There are people who are watching, Governor, who will say that they, they sounds like you're talking about Donald Trump and those people who were out there with torches the other night. Well, those are bad people. Those are bad, bad people. I mean, nobody is going to say that the Ku Klux Klan carrying tiki lights are good people. Nobody should say that. Let me, the president said that today. He said there were some good people let, let me just Let me just say this. I do not think well, you can ask any American. Wait, Jan, I don't interrupt you, so please give me the same respect that I've given you, which has taken enormous restraint. I haven't interrupted you, Anna. I, I, haven't, I haven't interrupted you. All right, you. great. Then let, me, then let me finish my thought because I can actually keep my train of thought. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the things he did today, by the way, was also come after and attack the senior senator from Arizona who is battling brain cancer right now. I find that offensive, not only as a friend of John McCain's, but as an American. I find it offensive as a human with empathy. I find it offensive for my friend Cindy and Megan McCain. I find it unacceptable. And if anybody is going to ask me to respect Donald Trump, because he's president, first I would say to them, tell him to respect the presidency. Mm -hmm. Tell him to respect the American people. Tell him to treat his office with the dignity that it deserves. Do not hold me to a higher scrutiny than you hold him. Do not hold me to a higher scrutiny when it comes to rhetoric than you hold him. He is the one that is dividing us. I it do. is not us. Believe me, I got over Jeb Bush years ago, okay? He ran a terrible campaign. If you think this is sour grapes over Jeb Bush, you are sorely mistaken. This is pain over what is happening in the United States of America, a country that embraced me and that is today my homeland. If you would like your product, service, or your book to be mentioned on the George Wilder Jr. Show twice a day, 
four days a week <laughs> right here on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Just email the show or email its host for more details. Thank you. Political commentator Anna Navarro and Matt Schlapp, chairman of the American Conservative Union. Matt, what do you do about this? Nobody likes to see these types of numbers, Chris, but I think it's important. We're at a point in politics where yeah, I, I didn't get a copy of this poll, so I haven't read it thoroughly. But if you look at the numbers of Congress, they're abysmal. If you look at the fact that we just had six Republican senators switch their vote on Obamacare approval, um, there's, there's great concern out there amongst Democrats and Republicans. You have a lot of Democrats who are looking at this strategy of hashtag resistance, and they know that's not a good strategy. But if you're the president and you're looking at these numbers, you know that you've got to steady the ship on these messages that come out of the White House, and you have to make sure that you're pushing back on false stories about what their agenda is. And number one, you've got to get accomplishments through Congress. You've got to repeal Obamacare, and you've got to get a big tax package done. So how does the president lift his own credibility by uh, attacking the others, uh, the credibility of others, Anna? I don't think it's about attacking the credibility of others. I think it, it, the solution is very simple. Start telling the truth. Start telling the American people the truth. Taking your job seriously. Stop making things up. Stop exaggerating. Stop outright lying and then repeating it over and over and over again. And I think the people around him, instead of justifying it, instead of spinning it, instead of defending it, need to tell him, you are no longer the, uh, the, the host of The Apprentice. You're not a used car salesman. You are the president of the United States and the American people deserve to have to believe you at some point. You, you know, look, Matt worked at the Bush White House. He was there during, 90, you know, we had 9-11, we had Katrina. In this country of 300 plus million people of 50 states, at some point, we're going to have a grave, natural, or man-made disaster. We need to believe our president when he stands behind that podium and speaks to us. And today, Donald Trump has no credibility because he's been president for 200 days and he has lied practically every single one of those days. Matt Schlapp, do you think the president can change? Oh, well, I disagree with this whole premise uh, that he's not uh, truthful. I disagree with what Anna said there. I actually think we have a very polarized country. We are divided on almost every major issue. And there are people that really despise Donald Trump, that they hate him. And there are big sections of this country that are rooting for him. Let me tell you about the people who are rooting for him, Chris. They don't like everything about him, and they don't like politicians They don't like him either. And they don't like it when uh, things don't get done in Congress. And the president's going to you know, bear some of the responsibility for that. But the part of Trump, uh, of President Trump, that great sections of this country do like is that he is authentic. He does tell you what he thinks. He doesn't... He doesn't put a fine polish on everything. He says it very bluntly. And but how do you like square that fight. with three out of four people thinking he's lying? Well, Chris, like I said, I haven't delved into your poll. I, all I will tell you is you've got to take some responsibility, all of us do, on the coverage of this. When you call the president a liar, or other people do, for 200 days, which I think, even, even on climate change, to hear the coverage to say that people like me, who are skeptics, over the idea that man is causing the globe to put itself in a position 
where it's so warm that uh, human life will not be able to be sustained. I'm a skeptic of that. I'm not a liar on and that issue. You're also not a scientist. I'm a skeptic. And when you have 13 so agencies are. and scientists from no. the government saying something and they're worried Chris, about being suppressed, it's a credibility Chris, issue. I want you and that's to why know three that out of four wrong. people say they don't trust the it's, White House. It, it's wrong for people in the media to say that on issues of abortion, on climate change, on the, on the, on the, How on is the abortion and climate change the same thing, Matt? It's about science. And guess what? You're wrong on the science. Many of you who, uh, who believe that people on the pro-life side aren't looking at the science of it. Come on, the science is on my side on the unique It's not about science. It's about ethics, religion, child. and morality no, is what, what abortion is, is, is about. It's not about science. There's a political difference. In, just because someone's on the other side, please don't call them a liar. How I think can, that's who's not call, helping look, the country. See, this, to, hold on a second, Anna. Hold something? on a second, because I get a lot of this. You like to throw a label on something you don't like. I get it. Politically persuasive. But it's also BS a lot of the time, Matt. I don't, Nobody's I don't know making means. abortion well, about science. I haven't even bring up abortion the issue. Abortion is about science. You did. Abortion, the idea of when life begins, guess it's what? science. Nobody it's knows. Science. You can believe no, it begins at conception. Right. You can begin no. it believes 40 days See, after Chris, the way the Jews do. This is the problem. You can believe in viability. There is no, an no, unknown component to it. That's no, not what not. the science each, is behind climate change, life, Matt. You, They're not each, the same thing. The science of when okay. life begins is unquestionable. And the question on climate change, actually, there's a great diversity on the science. And we, ha we do have political disagreements. But, but I think it's wrong in the country when we call people who have a contrary position a liar, and that's what's dominating the right, coverage. That, Anna, that's a fair point. Anna, that's a fair point that if you just get you disagree, you call someone a liar. I agree with Matt. D disagreement doesn't mean somebody's lying, somebody's telling the truth. But that's no, also not the case with a lot of these issues, especially when it comes to climate science. Listen, you know, um, Matt is very able, and we are now chasing this rabbit and talking about abortion and policy disagreements. This is not about policy disagreements. You don't call somebody a liar because they disagree with you on, you know, one policy issue or another. It's about the three to five million illegal immigrants he lied about. It's about the crowds of the inaugural he lied about. It's about I mean, no coverage of North about... Korea when it was being covered as he exactly. tweeted it. It's about the it's, birther it's... thing. Yeah, there's a pattern here, Matt, and you know it. It's not that I people think... disagree with his heartfelt beliefs about abortion or about climate you, science. Let me give some on this, okay? You know, I think it's a very fair criticism. I think your is, question, the poll Trump said power. that people are dubious about some of the things they hear coming out of the White House. It's a big, overwhelming number. I'll give you that's a... No, nothing anybody who works in a White House wants to see. And I think some of the communications chaos that has come out of the White House, ha, White House over the last six months that was front and center with the White House press briefing, I don't think that helped things. And I think the president and his team have to be awfully careful with how they characterize president things. Because people are listening team. and people are watching. But I do think that we're in a big fight. We're in a big political fight in this country. There are divides. Anna and I are both Republicans. We have a strong disagreement on the Trump agenda. I'm totally for the President Trump and his agenda. I want it to pass. I think it's going to make America better. As we fight, let's have a fair fight on a disagreement on the issues. I think President Obama was wrong on a lot of things. I think it was wrong for Loretta Lynch to use an alias in her email. I think that was wrong on being I just don't see that. 
see the legitimacy of your premise. Nobody's coming at President Trump because Anna Navarro of what he believes about abortion. I don't even think we know for sure right. what he does believe about abortion. Listen, that's not or what it is about no, climate people, science. It's about his ability. One at a time. One at a time. You're trying to make this segment about something that is completely about One at a time. You no, just no, want you to try to make this about abortion. You try to make it about science. That's not about what it is. It's about the fact that the president of the United States goes out and lies either by Twitter or in person daily. Last week he told us he had phone calls he did not have with people who did not call him on the phone, who he claimed told him things they did not tell him. That is a lie. Some of you may choose to believe alternate facts and live in an alternate universe. Some of I us don't. choose to believe in a factual universe let's just do this the one thing i would say is the following which is i think hold the president accountable hold the white house accountable i don't have any problem with that but let's be awfully careful when you throw around the word lie on all these positions that the president and the people who support give us an liar. example of the because president being called a liar did, where it's unfair matt i watched i listened to cnn on the drive-in chris mm -hmm. he can't. and i heard you characterize those folks that are critics on climate change as lying about the science. And I think you should take that back. I don't think that's accurate. There's a great diversity of views from scientists, true climatologists, not just people with PhDs who are liberal professors across this country or people embedded in the bureaucracy. We ought to have a real discussion on these things. Yes, I'm not a scientist and neither are you. Matt, it's just, but we ought to be it's careful just with throwing away the term. misleading. I'll say it again. That's okay? the same thing and as a lie. I'll say that it again. The, that's no, a synonym. What you're saying, no, 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 well, look, call it what you want. I, I see the definition of lying as being pretty, pretty plain. A factual inaccuracy done with intention to deceive. Okay? Right. That's the definition of a lie. It's a I good like one. I think you should own it. Here's the yes. deal with it. Okay? Thank you when it comes it. to it how lies. much temperature is changing, when will big shifts happen, that's going to be soft. They don't know. The predictions and, and the contentions vary. But you have, again, 13 government agencies, scientists from each and all, saying there are real problems in an absolute effect that is human-driven and it needs to be addressed. Right, but when you attack one... that premise with nothing other than your feelings about it, that you're skeptical, that starts to take you into the realm of gross... Please, I'm governed by emotions when it comes to these questions. But of you're policy. not a scientist. I neither are you, and you don't even understand what these scientists are saying. But that's why I don't debunk 90-plus percent no of the scientific community on the basis no, of how I feel about it, no, Matt. What you, can you just do me a favor? Are we, are we here can, not talking about Donald Trump being a liar look, being, it, it versus being truthful? It all out of the same Anna, thing because Anna, it's, the Anna, president has had to own want, this kind of stuff, You want to make this a this debate about abortion and abortion. All right, enough. <laughs> Making the world a better place <laughs> one show at a time. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now... The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. <laughs> All right.
During an interview with Politico that was posted online this week, White House advisor, White House aide, whatever you want to call her, White House spokesperson maybe, Kellyanne Conway, took a shot at her critics once again. She told Politico that her critics were, quote, unhappy people with poison keyboards. I guess what she's trying to say is that they're a bunch of internet trolls going out there just saying mean old things to Kellyanne who really isn't doing anything wrong. She doesn't understand why people are being so mean and horrible to her these days. Now, according to this interview that she gave with Politico, she had explained to her children that, yeah, look, mommy's going to be doing this thing. People are going to come at her. It's going to be you know, pretty ugly sometimes, but just deal with it. To be honest, that is a very good thing to tell your children. Yeah, when you're in the public spotlight, there's going to be the naysayers. But if she took the time to explain that to her children, maybe she should have taken the time to explain to her children that, hey, listen, mommy's going to have to go on TV and lie through her teeth to the American public about things that never happened. She is the one who came up with the term alternative facts. She is the one who invented the Bowling Green massacre that never happened. So I understand nobody likes to get criticized. But Kellyanne, you're inviting this on yourself. The people who criticize you, who call you out, are not unhappy people. I can tell you firsthand, I'm a very happy person. I love my life right now. But I will continue to criticize you anytime you feel the need to go on television and lie to the American public on behalf of Donald Trump. Anytime you make up a fake terrorist attack, we're going to be there, as will everybody else online. And it's not because we just dislike you. It's because we don't want you to continue to dumb down the United States. This is our civic duty to hold you and everyone else in your White House accountable. So you may think it's fine to go out there and give these interviews and attack the people who you claim are attacking you. But the truth is, all we're doing is trying to hold you accountable and to be honest, try to undo some of the damage that you're inflicting on the public today. There are Republicans out there in the United States today who honest to God believe that the Bowling Green Massacre was a thing, that it happened, that it was carried out by Iraqi immigrants, and that U.S. citizens died as a result of it. And that's all on you, Kellyanne. You're poisoning the public discourse. It's not the, the people who dislike you. They don't have the problems. You do. And you need to learn, and you need to take the time to teach your children that when you screw up, you do get held accountable. When you lie to hundreds of millions of people, they're going to come after you. And the only way you can make it right is to go out and apologize and try to do the right thing from that point forward. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the George Wilder Jr. Show. I want to uh, re reiterate what I was talking about at the beginning of the show, that um, Texas Floods are all over the place, folks. I mean, it is all over the place. The worst of times, however, like I have said, it is bringing out the best in people all over the United States, maybe all over the world, uh, coming in, flying in, jetting in, running in, bicycling in to help those folks uh, devastated by this horrific hurricane that... Um, put damages at historical levels in the state of Texas. And as of now, three, three, as of now, the report I've got 
as of now, it could be more, but I'm just saying three people dead so far, and there's possible deaths. Okay, uh, that may have been upgraded since uh, during the during the time of the show. That may have been upgraded. I'm not sure, but anyway, this is what I these are these are uh, the numbers I've had uh, at the start of the show. Two thousand people uh, responded. Um, Two thousand people rescued. Excuse me, in boats in boat lifts. And it, it's devastating, folks. It is devastating. And uh, uh, I'm hearing that more rains are on the way, at least by Wednesday. By Wednesday, probably Tuesday, but uh, but sure on Wednesday. People have lost everything. They've lost their possessions. They've lost their homes, their apartments, whatever they were in any type of dwelling, you know, uh, houseboat, um uh, or whatever, a houseboat, a trailer. I mean, these people have uh, lost their, 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 most of them have lost their, their homes. They're in shelters, uh, living with relatives or whatever, or living on the streets. Um, a lot of people who have been rescued, they don't have anywhere to go. And these are, these are good people, older Americans, young Americans. And as I've said before, uh, anyone Anybody who, anyone who's anyone, anybody who has a home can lose it, you know, through uh, uh, tornadoes, uh, floods, mudslides, earthquakes. You can lose your home. You can become homeless. So, you know, I guess what I'm alluding to is that uh, you could have, that could be you in Houston. That could be, could, could be you who've lost your property. That could be me. So the first thing you want to do is get out there and try to help because if you were in the same boat, boat. <laughs> wow. If you were in the same uh, position that they were in, losing their homes and everything that they've had, you would want someone to come out and help you. So now that you're in a position to help someone else, help them. I mean, help them. There's nothing wrong with that. People have lost their life possessions. You got older Americans, you got seniors, you got the, the elderly uh, being willed out of their homes, being willed out of nursing homes. You know, because the nursing homes are flooding. So, excuse me, excuse me. All right, you're listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show, and right now we're we're talking about. Um, I'm picking up where I actually left off at the start of the show. Uh, on the floods, on this devastation in Houston. You know, I mean, it, it's going on as I speak, and I want to say uh, my heart goes out to all of those good people in Houston who've, who have lost everything, you know, and they will not be able to go back to their homes because this thing is not over. It may have weakened a little bit. It's uh, down to a category, I don't know, four or five. It's weakened a little bit. It's nothing but light rain, but it's constant rain. It's constant rain. So the people who have been evacuated from their homes, they won't be able to go back um, maybe for a few days because it's constantly raining. And I'm thinking that uh, the more it rains, those floodwaters will rise higher. So causing devastation to, uh, to these homes and, 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 and uh, businesses even more, to, to be even more dramatic. It was something when you look at a video of Texas and you see cars and buses and trains and and trucks underwater, and people being rescued right there. 
they're sitting on top of their cars while the, while the car is submerged in water or on top of the truck or the tractor trailer, the tractor trailer, sorry. And uh, one guy was being rescued um, from his tractor trailer, was, which was submerged in water and uh, by a boat lift. It, it was just dramatic and it was real. It was not a movie. This, was, this is not a movie. This is real. This is factual. This is going on right now in Texas, Houston, Galveston, Corbett Crispy. <laughs> Did I say Crispy? Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. But, but this is devastating. So we have to uh, reach out and help our brothers and sisters any way we can. You know, most people, most people if they are um, helping, they're helping with money. I mean, there's nothing wrong with giving money because I think I think most of the officials uh, in Texas, a lot of these folks that are in charge of rescuing, they want money. I don't. I, to me, it would seem they want you to donate money, but to me, it would seem it would be a lot better if you donate your time. I mean, the state is flooded just about. I mean, what are they going to buy? You know. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure they'll find some good use for it. So. Uh, we have to keep our hearts and minds open to those folks who are suffering from those uh, devastating floods in Texas, in Houston, Texas, because they do need our help. They need our help, and they are they are our brothers and sisters. If you're sitting in your home, and you and it's comfortable, and it's and it's and it's uh, a great place to be, just think of yourself. If you if your home was flooded, you'd want somebody to come out there and help you. You would want somebody to to rescue you. You would want somebody to give you a helping hand. So, but it's not you. It's your neighbor. It's Texas. They need your help now. These people are are, are still being rescued. Uh, it's just uh, a matter of time. They won't be able to get back to their homeland for a while. The rescues are nonstop. They are nonstop. They're going on as I am on the air as. They're going to be going on uh, when I leave the air in maybe eight minutes or so from now. Okay, there are Galveston, Texas. There's landfills. The more uh, tropical storms are coming Wednesday. This is a note that was put on my desk. Um, flash flood warnings in Texas is still, Texas is still in trouble from flash flood warnings. More flooding expected. More flooding is expected. You know, we can only help as much as we can help. A little help is better than no help. You know, so, I mean, you will feel good about that. I mean, if you decide to, you know, make a trip to uh, Texas, but they're saying, most of the officials are saying stay home and donate money, you know. But, you know, what? I would probably, you know, do both if I could. I would do both. I would do both. You know, because you can donate money and there'll still be a lot of people out there who need rescuing. You know, but anyway, Trump is supposed to show up on Tuesday. Uh, and uh, he, um, I don't know, for some reason, I think I read one of his tweets where he seems, where it seems as if this guy was actually trying to take credit for the successfulness um, of people helping each other. It seems that uh, I may not be too clear on that. I got to 
check that out. As if, you know, uh, uh, we all know Trump. He likes to blow his own horn. He likes to toot his own horn. If anything that's devastating and, and damaging in America, uh, he's, the Republicans are, are going to try to find a way to blame it on Obama. We all know that. The, I mean, the world knows that. And Trump will try to do it if he's if, if uh, you know, just, just to throw the. Uh, just to get us to uh, think differently or just to distract us from the uh, Russia investigations. Nobody's talking about the Russia, Russia investigation. Trump is glad. I mean, he 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 is ecstatic that nobody's talking about the Russian investigation because there's been so many things coming out of his administration that takes our mind off of it. But I can tell you this. Special counselor Robert Mueller is dead on the case. Even if we are slightly bit distracted, he is dead on the case when it comes to Russia. So Trump, you're still in trouble. But you know, I, I always said no matter what uh what what um evidence they may find to impeach Trump on, on Russia, it's not gonna happen because I don't think the Republicans are gonna do anything. I really don't think they're gonna do anything. I think they're just gonna um sit on this like they're sitting on it already. Trump should be impeached, period, regardless of the outcome of the investigation, because this investigation is going to take a few more months, if not another year or so. It's it's going to be a long time. And that's something I that's something I don't understand. But, you know, I, I guess the wheels of justice roll slowly, rolls around, rolls slowly or something. Um, anyway, back to uh, Texas. Okay, they got a curfew in place. Uh, from my understanding, they got to get people off the street so they can uh, figure things out. I guess I, you know, there's no water in some places in Texas, maybe Houston, Galveston. There's no water. There's no electricity. There's nothing going. You know, I mean, how can you have water and electricity when you've with these floods? You know, so they everything has been cut off or you know damaged or somewhat. So these people have to move. They they have to to leave their um, leave their uh, homes of many many years, and there is no doubt about it that um, this is a there is no doubt about it. This is one of those trying times for America, but we're gonna get through it.
now lay me down before I go to sleep. In the troubled world, I pray the Lord to keep keep hatred from the mighty and the mighty from the small. 